Yeah, it's normal world, or should I say, hold on, the neurotic takeover of normal world. Oh, there's sound, sound effects. And then you can come back to me. Yeah, there it is. Oh, Gary Beekler. Hi. In the room. What's up? Uh, I'm frightened and confused. I'm hearing voices in my head. Uh, I'm in a studio. That's not used old, to this at all. It's any other day, really. I'm sure it is for you. Yeah. It's just just a lot of voices going on all the time. Gary Beekler, host host of the Nerdrotic channel, or sure. are you Nerdrotic? Like, how do you like? No, to be I'm presented? host. I'm okay, host. host of not born as Nerdrotic. No. Okay, that's good. Uh, next, actually joining us here in studio is Eric July, founder of Ripperverse, host of the Eric July channel, killer of freaking detractors, <laughs> destroyer, <laughs> all day long. I try, I try out here, man. I try, I try, man. I appreciate you having me on, by dude, the way, man. This is sick. Absolutely. This whole setup sick. Thank you. Yeah, dude, it. thanks so much for coming on the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't wait to talk about nerd stuff now that Dave has left. He's not with us today. He's has family stuff to do. What is up with that? I don't know. Well, it's Priorities. always tough, you know, after two weeks of work. You need to take yeah, a week yeah. vacation. I, I understand it. that. I feel it. We already <laughs> took the other two days off. But it was it was America's birthday. And in studio is the great Angela. Oh, thanks. I Yeah, I wanted to promo you at the beginning of the show and not the middle or the don't end. Don't even have to Or not at all. Me. No, I appreciate it. Thanks. So I'm very happy that you're here. Thank you. <laughs> happy to be here. So today I wanted to talk about, because we don't get a lot of time to talk about this stuff uh, on the other shows that we all do, is uh, pop culture and the kind of subversion of therein, of uh, our pop culture. <laughs> of therein? <laughs> <laughs> kind of lost it, did you? Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah. I did. Uh, but yeah, I wanted, to, I wanted to bring you guys on because a, a lot of the uh, kind of political shows... They don't ever talk about that, and I, I wanted to kind of bring that into this sphere because we, you know, the Blaze is so gracious and brought us on and done doing this show, and I want to kind of bring that into this culture as well and kind of cross those bridges. Yeah, I, I feel like it's being recognized more now, uh, and we're seeing a few people kind of uh, wade in the waters of pop culture because, quite frankly, uh, the pundits on the right have been losing this culture war badly because they completely misunderstand pop culture, uh, gaming culture, mm -hmm. comic book culture, uh, movies. They all think it's childish. Uh, it's, you know, nerds in their basement and, uh, we're, you know, not everybody, of course, our boy right. Benny understands it. People who Benny understand Johnson. it, but it's a really important part of this culture war because pop culture is American culture, right. is this country's culture. And, you know, in Europe, too, we had, that's, that's a commonality that we've all had. And that's why we're fighting for it, because as, as Eric and I, or I shouldn't say that, but as I'm going to con, well, I just right. blew it. <laughs> <laughs> you did. I did. You're like, don't do tell it. anybody. Uh, as I'm it. heading to Comic-Con with somebody, <laughs> I shouldn't have said <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> um, uh, th th this is the place where we used to all gather in one place and not worry about the politics and right. just kind of have fun. But that has been poisoned uh, by corporate culture, mostly uh, activism, which has always been it's always had like it's a little place there, you know, kind of like yeah. furries. Uh, no, but it's like I the activist furries, furries have taken over. 
Yeah, I, I think that's think a good description. Those. The activist furries have taken over <laughs> pop culture. Oh, it's they, well, they think it belongs to them, certainly. But I mean, you you bring up a great point. This is a point that I've been emphasizing certainly here uh, at, at Blaze over the years. Just how important this stuff is um, to just in general, like you can really keep your pulse on like where America's going really by paying attention to what's happening in this comic book culture right. as well. Like, you know, Gary, you can obviously speak to this. A lot of what, what you see in the pop culture stuff started off like in, in, in the comic books, we saw it there early, yep. uh, early on, but and it infested everything else. So, you know, it, it is something that's very valuable. I tell people this all the time, like even for these folks that are on the, be it the right or whatever you want to call, it, they like to think that this stuff doesn't matter. I'm like, man, you ask your kids about it. You it matters know, to them. It matters to them. You know, and and if you don't think that they're listening to their favorite streamers or their favorite mm-hmm. artists and um, get picking up on like even who to vote for or or what political ideology to to uphold. <laughs> you're out of your mind, man. Right. Especially when you mix in the public education, which all that stuff is kind of tied in when you mix in definitely the public education and all that. So, you know, it's something worth paying attention to. And Gary's right that now more than it has been previously, people are more open to this idea that this yeah. is this is important stuff. Well, I think it's because we're we're seeing more and more of the effectiveness of commentators like yourselves or like, you know, like Friday Night Tights that I'm a part of. We we go after those those people that go after us, yeah. they, they say nerd culture is, is for children. And then it gets infiltrated by all these political ideologists. And over time it destroys the product. So then normies go, okay, we don't want to go watch that movie anymore. And we're seeing it after like one after another fail, like, right. Just, just last week, Indiana Jones crashed at the box office, just demolished itself. And then before that, and then before that, and then you have all these different products that are just crashing because of those conversations that we've been having. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why it's it's safer now to have to be like, okay, yeah, pop culture, that's pretty important now. Yeah. We should start talking about it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, no wonder it's really important because it's uh storytelling. That's one of the things like our human the 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 human condition is about storytelling, telling stories to each other moral stories and how to pass down knowledge, right? And that's what comic books are. That is what video games and movies and TV show and all these things are, is just a form of storytelling and how to pass our culture to the next generation. And if you don't watch that, then it can be completely subverted. Yep, 100%. It's being subverted. It's being edited. Right. Uh, and we're, it's being erased. Uh, we're seeing even, you know, shows being canceled and just be memory hold and which could open up another, you know, that's another rabbit hole to go down. Yeah. Uh, so it, 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 it was very hard in the beginning to do this because we were dealing with these people who were just like, it's just Star Wars. It's right. just Star Trek who had no understanding. And that's, that's understandable, but had no understanding what it was like to be a lifelong nerd and no how much it was ingrained into our yeah. DNA as, as Americans, right? You know, nerds. Think were... about it. Like Superman, Captain America, all of these, these moral compasses that a lot of kids grew up with and had those guys as like, that's the ideal. That's how I should treat people is through these comic books. And they got completely destroyed. Like, I mean, that's a testament to like the comic book industry right now, other than yourself and other great indie publishers, the main mainstream comic books in America right now are tanking as well. 
Oh yeah, they're in a complete d- decline. I mean, anybody people they do these creative things to try to fuzzy up the numbers to make it seem right. like it's not. But if you actually look at the tr- trends and uh, you, you can see that definitely comparison to previous decades, the the unit sales specifically they're they're down. Like it's, just, mm-hmm. it's not up for dispute. They're they're they're, they're down. Um, it wasn't even like we could get it like pinpoint the accuracy anyway because of you know it's not like what we do at the Riververse where most of our customers are direct customers not the retailers like right. you know so for them it's like the book could they'll, they'll count it as a sale either way it goes even if the book's on the shelf c- collecting dust but it, it, they are tanking even by that metric even right now you see what's happening with diamond diamond doesn't even make the numbers right. public anymore penguin random house doesn't make the numbers public lunar doesn't make the number it's a guessing game and if they were doing great they wouldn't stop talking about it mm-hmm. um for sure that in itself is indicative of how much the issue is but yeah you see this decline and really all these different aspects of uh, of entertainment right now and I think people are becoming more aware, especially normies, are becoming more aware of this cultural kind of kind of rot. Mm-hmm. And I, I think a lot of it has to do with kind of the the <laughs> them kind of overplaying with the with the whole children stuff. I think that that did it for them. And I think yeah. for, mm-hmm. that was the that was a subject matter where some people were like, OK, something isn't right like the fact that we're having this weird conversation about trans kids or uh this whole drag queen stuff like i think for for a lot of people that finally snapped them out of this this sort of trans (laughs) uh no no pun intended yeah uh where they were like just going on with it you know for for a very long time so this is why you know we talk about the iron age we talk about all that stuff i don't think the there will be a better time maybe in modern history than right now to be a creative because you're having two things go that are in your benefit you have the decline of what people consider the sort of not just the mainstream but the establishment stuff and you have an opportunity unlike anything before where people especially normies are like looking for something else and they they'll they're willing to to hear you out a lot more than what they had been before so it's an exciting time yeah it's like the the burn in a forest and it's got all this fertile ground in every different vertical you could think of like Video games, movies, comic books, all these places are fertile ground for creators to go out there and, and create their own thing. Because I was thinking for a long time, like we were trying to save the the things we love, right? It's comic book industry, Star Wars, Star Trek, Doctor Who, those things that you love, you want those things to continue being the great things you love, but they're they're never going to be that again. So now it's time for you to take your inspiration, the love that you have out of that, and then use that to make something else. And that's what you've done so greatly right now with your second campaign. Yeah, yeah. Like, damn, that thing's going to be fucking huge. And it, so many people are mad about it. Yeah. <laughs> They're angry. They're very angry, dude. Like, take that energy and go make something yourself. Yeah. No, they're, they're angry. And I think it shows that this was something that they were scared of for sure uh, happening because... Um, we need the commentating. We need people to call this stuff out. And what they were scared of was that people were going to use that energy to then create something great. And and with the Ripper versus other examples of it as well. But once they see that they can't really control it, the, the usual tactics don't really work, whether it be these the whisper networks of the, right. uh, and the and, uh, you know, trying to cancel people by way of going to their distributor or going to their uh, publisher. That stuff can't happen to right. us. So it's like we control every aspect of it. And this is about as organic as 
as it possibly can be. So there's nothing they have to sit up here and watch, um, you know, their ideological enemy succeed. Mm -hmm. But also, I think it speaks to. You know, they had this perception of all of us in this space, right? You didn't like women. You didn't like uh, people that were not basically white. Uh, you hated this type of person, hated that type of person. And you didn't want to see these types of characters. And the existence of the Riververse obliterates all of that. And so this is why I say it's just as much a part of the or about the audience as it is about us. Because you can think they're watching their their arguments be shattered in real time because they said all the no, there's no way that, you know, you, you said something against X character where you don't like black characters. Right. right? And so the, the existence of ISOM and the existence of the Riververse shows that that was never the position. And, and they hate that, you know, you have something brand new that's getting all this sort of uh, uh, support behind it. And there's nothing that they can do. They can sit up and screech. It's about all they can do that's all they have. is yell on, on Twitter. But uh, ultimately, they can't stop anything. So Yeah. So, Gary, coming from you, you owned a comic book store for yeah, over 10 years. And I did. <laughs> in San Diego or San, San Francisco. San Francisco. What What is it from that angle that kind of got, got you into talking about all this and made you go, I, I need to like get my voice out there. Oh, cause I, I just slowly started realizing that this is absolute bullshit. We're being sold by, uh, the access media, the media, uh, just in a realm that I, I knew a thing or two about comic books. And I'm like, these are not squirrel girl is not a good comic book. <laughs> America Chavez is not a good comic book. Nobody's buying Miss Marvel books. is not popular, but I'm being told this over yeah. and over again. And I mean, this went on for years yeah. and you know, uh, your boy, Zach, yeah. was one yeah. of the first people I, I saw like actually calling this out with a great video. Uh, Captain Marvel is everything wrong with Marvel. It's yeah. a classic YouTube, uh, YouTube video. It's yeah. perfect. And, and it still is, yeah. it's still yeah. everything wrong with Marvel. We're just finally seeing this giant, uh, monolith corporation paying the price for their arrogance for, for trying to, uh, for, to try to buy their way in to Hollywood. And I mean, that's essentially what Disney did. Yeah. yeah. They bought their way in. They were never known for being the studio that cranked out live action movies. Yeah. Uh, so they bought their way in with star Wars and Marvel and they slowly just, uh, uh, absolutely absorbed it, assimilated it into the Disney fashion. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm sitting there one day, just like reading my CBR when they were normal. <laughs> they were sane. And they're saying like, Oh, this is a really popular character. I'm like, no, it, no, it isn't never sold a damn thing in my shop. And I'm yeah. in San Francisco. <laughs> That, yeah. Like that, that's that, that's their ground. That's yeah. their home base. You should be able to sell there. But I talk to like you know twenty people a day on average. Yeah. Right. Twenty different opinions every day for ten years, and and you you hear basically what the comic fan likes, and it, the it turns out that the modern audience is the same as the old audience. Oh. They just like good stories. Uh, they like to see their heroes being heroic. Uh, Men acting like men, women acting like women. If you want to make one character gay, okay, Aqualad, all right. I always thought he was kind of gay. <laughs> Understandable. But now everybody in the DC universe is gay practically, yeah. and it's ridiculous. So, yeah, I started seeing that, and I just, especially with Doctor Who, I just said one little thing one yeah. day. It's like the doctor's a dude, and uh, people f blew, it blew people's minds. Uh, they mad. freaked out. So, yeah, I just started, you know, it, it's it's this whole thing of, Two plus two equals five that they've been the yeah. entire media apparatus has been trying to push on us for years. And they're finally losing. They, they you know, they, they overstepped their bounds. 
Uh, and I'm talking about all of corporate media, the big tech, all the fortifiers. Uh, and it's <laughs> obvious that the message matters to them because we have we're, we had these giant studios that were in competition with each other. We had publishers, comic book publishers, yes. who were in competition with no. each other doing the same thing. Yeah, that oh. makes no sense. If your competition is doing something poorly, like Marvel, I would do the opposite yeah. and make more money. No, DC's like, oh, hold my Bud Light. We'll do something <laughs> way more gay, and they did. It's like the it's like the fantasy films right now. There's fantasy films, there's TV shows, and none of them are doing a sword and sandals like hardcore violent fantasy about men saving women and like. That's the just do that. Like you would that market is empty right now. And for all the people that want to see that, they will go to your movie. Cause right now all I'm all I'm getting is feminist, 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 and feminist. Wait, and you gay, missed feminist. a feminist. Oh yeah, there's an extra feminist there. Yeah. Like it's like Rings of Power was garbage. Wheel of Time was garbage. Willow was garbage. You're covering all of these bases with the exact same product. Dude, just in the last two weeks, we've had Flash, uh, Strange New Worlds, a horrible fail, Star fail. Trek show. Uh uh, Secret Invasion, Indiana Jones, and I just yeah. watched The Witcher Three, and the Writers Guild is on strike, and that is not a good argument to bring them back. It, <laughs> it is awful. They That's just that in the last two AI. weeks. Yeah, it's there's a ton of them like right now that are just crashing, and I think that's. It's like good. We're talking about it. it's good, and that's a good thing. Like it's the good access thing. media likes to say, I, I, and and people go, you want that? You want it to fail? We don't yes. want the medium to fail. The medium's not going to fail. The art's not yeah. going to fail. Filmmaking is not going to fail. Hollywood can fail though. Yeah, I'm okay sure. with Disney failing completely. Same. Same. Uh, Universal can stay around. They seem like they kind of try to stay out of this. Yeah, they're trying a little bit. But uh, Amazon can burn. Disney can burn. Paramount can burn. Don't care. Me, yeah. I wouldn't. I, I mean, like I said, I look at it and for all those years, definitely all those videos. I look at a long catalog mm -hmm. of me videos doing reviews and all that. Um, I guess it's cool to look at those, and they'll always be there. But I spent so much money, man, um, pull list, hundreds of dollars uh, yeah. throughout the week. And I'm like, they're not making this stuff with myself in mind, right? Mm -mm. They're, 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 it's not who, I don't know who it is. And maybe the person, it's not a maybe, it, the person that they're trying to cater to doesn't exist. No. Or they don't have the capital to actually buy it or care enough. They might, you know, pirate it and, and then talk about it on Twitter. But outside of that, they're not really engaged in this in this medium. So I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm through with this. And I started putting a lot of energy in the other stuff. And, you know, it's it's a fulfilling process, certainly for me, um, as opposed to me banging my head up uh, uh, against that. Well, more so, I just spent way too much money on, on <laughs> like, y'all got to understand, like, I was spending a lot of money, yeah. you know, like, I'm not talking so you're about. you're the target audience yeah. for the comic well, book industry. Well, you love customers like you. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm spending a day, and my, I know it had to pain my my local comic book shop when I, when I went up there, and I'm mm -hmm. like, hey, we're done. Like this week, I, I, like after this week, I'm done. Take everything off of there. Y'all probably, I might come in, get some back issues, you know, yeah. but uh, outside of that, I am done here. So, you know, watching these these massive mega corporations, which really that's what DC and Marvel are, are, are tied to, you know, with Warner and, and, and uh, excuse me, uh, well, yeah, with Warner yeah. And, um, and Disney. So for them to fail... For me, it's like nothing. I'm like, all right, well, y'all keep doing what it is that y'all do. Um, it's an example of what not to do. We can certainly learn from that um, at, as creatives. But 
saving it, it's not worth it. I look at like those books that I have that are in my long box, they aren't going anywhere, you know? So yeah. I used to be attached to it like that. Now I'm like, Oh, they can, they can burn. They, they can certainly go, go down. And they are, I mean, I don't, what Disney's doing right now isn't sustainable. They're losing too Absolutely. much money back to back to back billions of dollars with streaming services. We see what's happened with strange world. We see what happened with, uh, elementals. We see what's going on with Indiana Jones crater just got taken off after seven weeks uh, as a $50 million, uh, hole that they, like they, that's not a sustainable practice and yeah. more importantly they don't have anything coming down a pipeline where they could say this is gonna get it like it's not the yeah. marvels right like that's like, come on like, that, this is the <laughs> time this is the time because <clears throat> the writer strike they're about to hit the actor strike they're mm. not making products right now and the products that they were making aren't good aren't so good. they're gonna be delayed so, again like, this the is theaters the time they're gonna be heard again yeah. uh and what uh, eric Customers like you, so there's there's like uh, the the big customers at a comic shop. Depending on the size of the shop, shop there's like ten or twenty. Yeah, you carry the entire shop. Yeah, so these ten or twenty uh, customers like Eric care carry the entire shop. The rest of the subs are kind of inconsistent, right. or they just get a few books. That you are the hardcore fan, and that was that was all of Hollywood's big mistake. They thought Marvel and DC thought they could move past the hardcore fan. Yes, didn't sorry. give a crap about us anymore. We're the ones who shepherd the new fans in. Facts. We're the ones. The whales. Yeah. Like you, you got, like they're the first people that you should be watching at all times and be like, do or how are they feeling about the industry? How are they feeling about the book? The books we're putting out. Because once they're gone, then the whole industry falls. Yeah. And you're not gonna have you're not gonna have the kid that walks in and, and buys whatever off the shelf because there's no store anymore. Yeah. It's completely gone. It's gone. That's it's what a, sucks about it. I mean, we've seen so many local comic shops just go under uh, as of recent, looking at some of the practices by Marvel yeah. um, and, and both DC and just giving people books that they they literally can't sell. They can't give them away, let alone actually sell them. And, and it's sad when you look at like some of the titles that they're putting out. Uh, and there's no humility about the industry. It, and I know we talk about writers in Hollywood. It's very similar with these writers in, in, in comic books as well, where they don't there's no self-reflection. It's no like. <laughs> Yeah, at all. Okay, we're we're or, not or, or awareness. Yeah, no. Or, no. <laughs> they certainly don't have awareness no. situationally yeah. or at, at all. Because anybody that will be able to pick up game would say, "All right, well, this sucks," or we're getting this response. We probably should pivot on it. Yeah. And I don't know what the editors. I don't know what editors do anymore. I, I don't know if that's a thing. Like I know it's in title, that's what they yeah. do. But like as far as there's no gym shooters around. No, uh, I think that anymore. was the plan. That was yeah. the plan is like to not just replace the artists and the writers, but to replace those people, the producers that are producing yeah. these movies, the editors that are going, hey, uh, the tastemakers, basically yeah, going yeah. like these are these are what we should do. Cut that, cut that. That's that's too you know. It's playing down the the field of of politics too hard. We need to rein it back. Those people are all been taken over by these positions of kids that are coming out of college Absolutely. that have been indoctrinated from college. They go in and like, this is how the world should work, and I'm going to force it. And then that's that's where we are right now. Yep. But I mean, I think we're at the tail end of that. I feel mm -hmm. like silver linings. Hopefully, I'm seeing that. I, kind I think of we're change. at woke fatigue. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely, we're at woke fatigue. Oversaturation. And, yeah, and that's. You know, I would love, I've talked about this before, but I'd love for it to be people just waking up one morning going, we did the wrong thing. Let's do the right thing now. No, it's all because they're all <laughs> yeah, broke right. and they're getting fired. Yeah. And uh, th then they're realizing that I worked at Marvel for 10 years and I still have nine roommate roommates and eat cat food. <laughs>
Which uh, we don't want. That doesn't like, work. We didn't no. want you to do that. We wanted you to make good stuff and make money. The Marvel editors, what happened to the comic book industry it, is it got its detractors like stuck in their head and they just lived there. And, and like it really, it really drove the industry. So online critics, I don't believe this for Hollywood, but I believe for the comic books, online critics drove the industry for a little while. We had Snowflake and Safe Space. Yeah. Now, yeah. I thank God that happened because yeah. it happened during COVID and Internet I could make gas, videos yeah. on it. And it was the worst thing I've ever seen in the history of comic books. <laughs> and if anybody has a copy of that book and they accidentally email oh, it, man, just, uh, I, mail I, it to I, me, we, you will be greatly it. rewarded. <laughs> I don't know. But if don't I've do it. It's terrible. Like they that. canceled oh, it, man. Uh, they canceled the damn book, but it was, it was specifically written for online critics yeah and in an industry yeah. and that's why it you know that that industry was never a billion dollar industry it was a 600 million dollar yeah, industry right. yeah. 500 million dollar i think it's now a 300 million dollar industry if you don't count manga of course yeah which they have to start doing now because it's the only way they know it's it's the embarrassed the american comic book industry and it's that's so the part sad. about the humility that ang aggravates me because i always bring this up about i just could not see Jim Shooter era Marvel, which he basically facilitated the most successful era of, right. of Marvel. And I couldn't imagine like the Japanese making their material and it being so popular in the West and them just sitting back like, you know what we're going to do? We're just going to take credit for it. Yep. Like, no, there's no way they're going to be <laughs> yeah. like, oh, no, 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 no. That's nah. not supposed to happen. We're supposed to be, we're the ones that influenced them. We're, we're supposed yeah. to be competitors because manga, and I say this as a guy that has a shelf full of this stuff. They're not doing anything different from what they had been doing in years, decades True, past. Yeah. Nothing. The stories are, are generally the same beat, especially the shonen stuff. It's the same beat that it's been for a very long time. The difference is that, comparatively speaking, in, in the West, it's just crap. So yeah. people... They've got no competition. Yeah, so they have nothing. So, of course, it's not that people don't want comics. They just want something that's solid. And that's what manga did. It was yeah. best, by sheer existence. They're like, hey, we make comics. And yeah, sure, you got to read it the wrong way. Uh, but it's <laughs> comics nonetheless. And it doesn't even have color. You know, but right. we're, we're, people are gravitating towards it because it's just so much better than what Marvel and DC is putting out. And like I say, that's where the humility should, should be. And they should have some self-reflection. Definitely as competitors, you look at like, what's the fabric of like American culture, like innovators, yeah. they don't look at that and they're like, oh, well, we're just going to bend over. Like, no, they're usually like, we're, we're, no, we're going to compete. Yeah. And you should, you right now with the, with the growth of manga, we should be at the most, I mean, a creative renaissance unlike no, no other from the mainstream guys. Absolutely, yeah. Because you need that competition exactly. to make yourself better. Exactly. Like Tesla and, and uh, Edison making, like fighting each other and yep. making that that industry better yep. and you need that in the comic book industry now like you said they just rolled over and went uh that's us we <laughs> yeah. gotta take credit when marvel we're still and dc good were at each, at each other's throats it was stealing a, each other's right. talent yeah. it was absolutely their best yep. times uh but we don't get competition anymore that's well, the problem that's something they i think that's a cultural thing because that's something that they fear um, and they look at competition like it's something negative, which is right. why, you know, we got the pushback it is that we get pushed back on because, you know, of, of the dollar amount it is that, like, for example, we're making. And, you know, these people get so aggravated at the idea of that we dare to try to turn a profit. You know what I mean? Like, it's like uh, this is America. I, I, yeah, like this. I, I'm running a business. Here, right. You know what I mean? And I have artists to pay. I have employees to pay. And I want to make sure that they get paid uh, as hashtag comics broke me is, is a thing. And you see these people going on and uh, 
winning all these awards or I'm Osner nominated and you know to to what what Gary just said uh, Osner nominated but you have nine roommates and right. you, you can't afford your food like there's a problem there something there's a, there's an issue there and you need some level of self reflection in order to to take that and, and do something that's going to be better and they just don't have that ha- have that about them they look mm. at it like the audience is wrong so you're Absolutely, wrong yeah. and you're incorrect because you won't buy uh, or support our stuff there should be a new Eisner an Eisner for people who've won an Eisner and then put up the most GoFundMe's for rent that's the new Eisner that'd be very for sure i have a question for eric because you've been in the the kind of both fields right you've been in the nerd and in the political sphere why do you think it is that like because we've talked about a little bit that there's a lot of pushback on the whole idea of comics and the all of pop culture being for kids and not having that recognition why do you think that is man that's such a i mean i I think this is something you got to look at kind of history because it's not just applied to like comics and all that stuff. It's applied to music as well. I mean, you know, conservatives yeah, went through that's that, true. through that element of like, look, talking down on like metal and punk rock mm-hmm. music, even though you look at the Johnny Rottens of the world, like you, you, you think that right. they shouldn't be like that, but they had, they have historically uh, been that way where they would shun. So I think it's a combination of, of, of both of those where it's like, what came first, I guess the chicken, chicken or the egg. And what, this is why I said it was, it wasn't just that they, they were down talking it. They also neglected people that were in those spaces that may have more ideologically aligned with them, but they wanted nothing to do with that sphere. Yeah. So this is why when you look at like where the the youth uh, t- tends to trend towards uh, definitely politically, that's because all of those spaces, video games, uh, you know, we talk about music uh, as well as like the comic book stuff. Those were all industries that you thought, well, who cares about right. those? They don't they don't ultimately ultimately matter. And that got you in so much, so much trouble. And it's hard. To, I guess they think that every each and even I don't know, each and every individual just doesn't care, I guess, about this sort of stuff. And it's like, no, I mean, that's never been the case. People, this is stuff that people value. You mentioned yeah. earlier, like Superman. These are they, they transcend uh, comic books like this is part like of American American culture to neglect yeah. that is strategically stupid and mm-hmm. I've, I've been making this point for a very very long time people that when I used to do all those speaking engagements definitely in the 2010s that was one of my leading things I talked about culture all the time and I was like we have a direct line of sight with with wherever subculture that you belong to, and that's your ticket to the victory. It's not yeah. generally going to happen to pop. Breitbart at least understood that. You Absolutely, know? And he knew that. He knew that it was yep. culture first. Politics were on the downstream, downstream. and so many people that are uh, libertarian or conservative seem to think that just having the best, brightest ideas with your little stupid suits on, and that's the only thing yeah. it is that matters. And it's like it's never been that been that way, and it's especially not that way now. You think the left it, it wins culturally because they have the better ideas of course not they're stupid they can't even debate their uh, yeah. ideas at all but they do have control of all of those mediums and they're the acceptable acceptable voice so until that changes that doesn't change so strategically if if the idea is to win you got to pay attention to this stuff you have to absolutely all right uh we're coming here in the middle of the show i want to do a little all game right. with you guys uh, right. i got some questions from the audience and we're going to play 270 seconds. All right. I got questions from the audience. First question from Carrie Smith, a friend of ours. Carrie Smith. Can't wait to get you on the show. Uh, 
how the the path to success is lined with failures when you're going through what has kept you guys going oh man for me it's uh, obviously family my, my, my lovely wife and just the fact that what we're doing is impactful gary oh uh same family family and uh i i'm just too dumb to give up <laughs> I love tenacious that. i think that's the, the term yeah uh asher When's the next album? I think that's a question for Gary. Is it? Uh, that's a question for me for sure. <laughs> <laughs> when is backwards? Backwards. Uh, album? All right, that's so what I want to know. We're shooting. A, we're shooting a music video. Oh yeah. Um, oh nice. Uh, in August, first week of August, that'll be kind of our return, and I can't wait because uh, man, the two songs that we're doing a music video they're super nice. heavy, super heavy. So yeah, yeah. Nice. Love backwards. Uh, from Jane, who is the next legacy hero to be emasculated? Ooh. I mean, we just had Indiana Jones, Han Solo before that. Luke Skywalker, uh, I mean, Captain America, Iron Man, uh, Spider-Man. Oh, I, I don't know if there's any left. I, I mean, they killed James Bond, and they mostly yep. emasculated him. I think they're going to emasculate him again. I think we're at repeats now at this <laughs> we're, point. We're at the reboot <laughs> stage. The, the remakes. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> uh, from Horny Alf, why are you gay? This is a, a big question in the chat when I asked for questions I didn't and they, see that. a lot of those why why are you gay why uh, yes uh, uh, just gay for horny elf that's all okay all right <laughs> thank you horny elf appreciate you uh user 8869 why do you hate man pulled back hair in a very utilitarian style for comfort man buns uh, well i mean I, this is a question why from do this, I, the audience because every time i see a man bun i think of a uh, whole foods employee I don't, I don't get this. Yeah. Do you tell it? Like, I think when you're, when you're you want to get hair I think of open your, your mic neck? in San Francisco uh, with some guy who rides a I unicycle a around with, with his like knickers on and he walks a little dog, talks with a heavy lisp. You're just giving him the, the hairstyle. Like, why can't you, why can't men take it back? Are you samurai? Could be. If I you're don't know. a samurai. I, I don't know. If you're a samurai, lived, if you man? walk the earth, righting wrongs is a samurai, I would accept it. Well, I'll, I'll try. Uh, Darth Call, my boy Darth Call, what's up? Shut up. Uh, for Eric, uh, how fast do you think that the indie comic market will expand? Oh, man, it's going to happen quick. Um, it's hard to say how, how fast, but I think in this next year, um, you're going to see some, some absolute explosions. I think we were one of them, obviously, but we're not yeah. going to be the only ones for sure. All right, from Trucker Rob. Oh, Trucker Rob. What's, what's up, up? Trucker Rob? Uh, why? Trucker Rob, I can talk. Just why? Why? Just says why. Why? Why? <laughs> I think it's an existential crisis he's having. It is. Yeah. Uh, from Horror Amarada. Shut out. Another friend. I can't say her name. Uh, you want to try? No. All right. <laughs> All right. Messed up trucker Rob. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think? Uh, what do you think you need to do to get more higher class detractors? <laughs> I'll uh, become. A, I don't know a leftist. I guess that's my only way <laughs> to do that. Yeah. For sure. Maybe then. I get more detractors like myself, but yeah, those guys suck. Yeah, we have more work to do. If yeah. we're if we're defined by Honestly. our detractors, yeah. uh, we're still very Whoa. retarded. Whoa! <laughs> uh, from Dad's Den, weirdest food you've ever found in your beard? Mm. Pineapple pizza. Was oh, a you pleasant disgusting surprise. freak! Why'd you bring that up? And I, I ate you. it slowly, and it was good. God, it was all juicy and acidic, and it burned your skin. Yeah. Uh, Eric. I don't know. Uh, that's a good question. I mean, really, anything you eat is going to end up in there. There's no way around it. Yeah. 
So whatever I eat, I don't eat a lot of weird stuff. So, nah. Angela. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, you got me on that one. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Uh, from Richard, would you rather watch? Okay, this is an audience question here. Uh, would you rather watch Twelve Years a Slave with a group of inner city kids and explain why affirmative action is being stopped? Hold on. Or two, watch Schindler's List with a Hebrew high school and explain to them why Mel Gibson had some good points. <laughs> Going with the former for sure. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you could you could be like Mad Max. Cool. It's a good movie. I'd say I'd say former. Sure. <laughs> That's a hell of a double feature. <laughs> it is, right? Yeah. Good movies. Good movies. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I got three more. Lone Star Wolf. Does Gary have his Bon Jovi song ready? Uh, failure is not an option. <laughs> Subscribe to Dan. I, I have my. I'm starting to write the song for Dan Vask. Oh, you're that confident. I am that confident. That's confidence. Mm -hmm. That's confidence right there. Uh, Dave 69, would you rather take the Vax or watch every single movie Tyler Perry has ever produced? Oh, that's the easily the uh, latter. I can do that. Tyler Perry. I feel like yeah. I've done that already. Yeah, let's, let's do it. I've never seen the movie, so it'll all be new. <laughs> uh, Milton. And I'll be alive. <laughs> this yeah. time. That's true. No myocarditis, that's for sure. Won't be having a seizure. Yep. Uh, Milton A. Lane, how difficult has it been expanding your businesses? That's a question for both of you. Oh man, I plan. I'm still playing catch up. For me, yeah. I mean, our business exploded uh, like in a month, and I was not anticipating it. So we're still catching up. So it's been a very difficult because you, you know, to get people that you can trust. People talk about our team. You know, we have a great team here, but that's all calculated. You know, and finding right. members that can uh, be just as valuable and so and just as good as them is a very difficult thing to do. So it's difficult. Yeah, my. The growth the channel has had has been kind of uh, it, it's been slow and uh, it, it started happening more when I when I brought in people I truly love and trust like Garrett and uh, and Perry and X-ray Girl and uh, once they were there I was able to do more work and but it's been uh, a, a kind of a slower slow growth methodical methodical it hasn't been difficult to expand I mean. I curate my channel, so I, I say no to a lot of things. I don't want it to get too big. Yeah, I, I know that sounds crazy, but I don't want to be some corporate thing. I just want to be the idiot, idiot in a room. That's my philosophy. Yeah. I don't want to be the. I don't want to be Eric July. I don't want that heat, man. I want to be like the guy right yeah, in the middle. Yeah, Eric can. Like you can have can, it, bro. <laughs> you keep that. Eric shit. can have it. No, because it, it, Eric can handle multiple people. I, I, Feel three like people is like enough for me. That's <laughs> that's the max of me. They're the nerdotic team's pretty good. It's pretty good. You got a pretty solid. It's team. pretty good. And that was two hundred and seventy seconds. Play the stinger again. Perfect. Uh, so, so what do you think the future is with uh, all media? Other than Eric July just taking the entire industry. Eric said it, and I totally agree. I think everything gets decentralized, and it turns uh, into kind of an artisanal local thing. Uh, so you're not going to have... Uh, sure, you'll have some big stuff, but you're not going to have uh, these these big entertainment conglomerates... Uh, you'll still have until we 
fix our monopoly laws or I don't know, even enforce them. I don't even know why we have them, to be honest with you. They'll, they'll be like two tech companies that control everything. But as far as like uh, making film, making comic books, making uh, web shows, podcasts, it's just going to be everybody. It's yeah. going to be everybody. We are the entertainment now. We are the media. That you know, uh, I, I can't make a comic book, but you know what? I'll be I'll be the entertainment uh, media part of the Iron Age. No problem. I'll do that all day long. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's what I think the future is going to be. Taking Which, over those spaces. Yeah, it, it, it's it's going to be a little bit harder to find stuff, but there'll be so much of it out there. <laughs> Yeah, it'll I mean, be good. That's really the entire internet at this point. Like, there's not four channels on TV anymore. There's no. 80 channels, and then there's the internet, and then there's streaming. Yeah. And you do, you're just going to go and find the thing that you like. That's what it's going to be. So you're not going to see if if it continues on this trajectory, which I welcome. It's, it's going to come with a lot of uncertainty hmm. um, because. Yeah, it's the day of the mega corporation kind of controlling everything or at least you having to go through them to to get things uh, to make things happen and get visibility on it. I think those days are be beyond us. Um, I think a lot of those first in best dressed and this is why so many of them exist right now. But I think it is going to be a far more decentralized kind of thing because it's far more affordable definitely now to enter into a lot of these spots people are making films with just a dslr you know yeah. people are making uh you know being able to produce comics get a great get a great team of people and actually just do it because you can now uh used to be the reason why people went to publishers wasn't because they didn't have the talent it was more so because that was the only way to get visibility uh on on a product and get paid for it those days are behind us i can yeah. post something on youtube or whatever website and i'm, I'm good to go people will, people will flock flock to it and again the riververse was a, was a prime example of exactly that we were on publisher we're our own distributor and we did all that within a very very short period of time and i think you're gonna see a lot of that you'll still have million multi-million dollar companies absolutely but maybe these damn near trillion dollar uh companies that are just uh, controlling entertainment i don't think that's going to be as yeah. much of a thing uh in the future some of them may exist but not to the degree and i'm okay with that it'll be smaller entities that are going to see a lot of success. Um, and, and like I said, that comes with uncertainty, and a lot of people don't want that. I think that's why so many folks are protective of that status quo, because they don't know what that looks like when they see someone like Garrick, and he's going to pull in more numbers than the established channels on a live show. Right. You know, like, they don't know what that looks and it, you know, it's just a guy in his room, right? They don't know what this looks like, so they, of course, they're going to fight like hell to protect that, because to be fair, a lot of them wouldn't have jobs otherwise. These guys, it's a lot of back scratching. It's a lot right. of rubbing elbow. That's how the industry has been set up for a long time. Now, just any Joe Blow could kind of get in and be like, I'm here. You know, you, you like it or you don't. So it's going to have its level of uncertainty. And there's going to be a lot of people left out because of it. And I, I said this before. Even if the Ripperverse didn't have a spot, this is such a necessary thing culturally that I welcome it in, in its entirety, a decentralized sort of uh, entertainment. System. It's only a matter of time, really, like for, sure. for somebody right. like yourself to come up and make yep. and be like, look, I'm done reading these comics. They all suck. I'm done watching these movies. I'm going to go make it myself. And we, we have a lot of examples like that, like Razor Fist. Oh, yeah. He already, he, he's on his second campaign. He's on his third campaign, actually. Uh, he's got his own books, his own graphic novels. We have Shadowversity out there making yep. their his own novels and now Will, graphic novels. Critical like Drinker, Critical yep. Jink, Drinker doing his own his comics. Novels. Yep, and like and comics. That this is the time. And again, like I said, 
But it's that it's that energy I think is gonna necessity like yep. it's just coming out. Nope. Do you think I, I I wonder if the mainstream after if they have they have any brain cells in their head, they'll try to like gang on to this and have their own indie kind of movement. I don't think it'll be indie. I think what they're gonna try to do is the same thing that they've been doing forever, and that's throw a bunch of money at people. At certain people. Uh, yeah. and, and and whether they and, and see if they take it. Even if the if yeah. it's to put them on the shelf. You know, Disney, you know, they've done that. They've done yes, that. They they, yes, they yeah. said they've like, we just want it so you can't compete. Like, they, they'll do stuff like that. But, like, I look at it. I, I've said this before. There's no amount of money they could throw at me to, for me to take it. Because if you think, if you'd willing, be willing to pay me for it, you think I can make that much. So I need to be figuring out how I can do that. <laughs> yep. It's yep. the way that I see it. But uh, because people are able, it's, it's far more attractive for people to be in control of their own sort of ideas and properties and make a lot of money off of that. It's also more fulfilling as a creator to do that. So you're going to get those. I think that's what they're going to do. They're going to try to, as these people start to rise, like say, here's a bunch of money. Come, come do this for, for us. And, you know, it's going to be a lot more people saying no than they were in, in the past. Could you imagine like a lot of the, even the, from the George Lucas's of the world, everybody believed that they hit a ceiling. Right. Yeah. Because you did. I mean, music is the same thing. This is why there were less independent musicians, because it's like at some point you feel like I'm better than this, but there's only so far I can go without going through the uh, proper channels. Yeah. Now there are no proper channels uh, nope. <laughs> anymore. Yeah, right. So people are like, I don't have to go through you to do this, to accomplish the same thing. So in some ways, and I think in that way, the mainstream will never catch up to us. Uh, it's too much red tape. They can't. Too they much can't tape. Yeah. because it, it, because it's too big. Yeah. It's too big to succeed. Uh, they were talking about this in the Hollywood Reporter the other day. Like Disney cannot turn on a dime. Yeah. We can. It's a yeah. machine. We can turn on a dime. Yeah, uh, and that's going to be the tough one, you know, for a lot of up and coming creators. But there might be some old stubborn guys like, like me, me <laughs> and you <laughs> who know that you know what you can't put a price on freedom. And yep. even yeah. if a big corporation comes in and buys your thing, there's still strings attached. Of They're course. still telling you what to do. Screw that. Screw that. So hang on to your IP. Look at how many comic creators wish they hung on oh, to yeah. their IP. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I, 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 and I don't think entertainment and comic books are even profitable enough for the big companies to give a crap anymore. Yeah. And that's good. It needs to just go back to being a niche. That's, yeah. It's it a niche better, hobby. Better like Comic-Con. Like Comic-Con Comic right now. Yep. All of the big publishers, all those big names like Marvel, DC, Disney, they're all leaving. They're all leaving Comic San Diego Comic-Con, the biggest comic book convention it's the comic-con the comic-con yeah. in the world and they're all leaving it so that says a lot that's, yeah. that's yeah. a significant that's a sig significant thing and definitely going into this writer stuff and it's like that that blow that still blows my mind i look at the writer strike i looked at this maybe potential actors strike and i'm like all that's about like obviously money and i'm like these guys are spending so much money on these on these yep. pro products and they want more of it that's not sustainable. Yeah. That is that is no. That is just. It's not gonna work. I mean, what they spill like four hundred four hundred million dollars on on uh, Indiana Jones Indiana, with marketing, yes, probably with marketing. more. That's insane. And <laughs> and you can imagine that a lot of these writers and actors are like, yeah, we need more. And that's just <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah, but, that's just one. Uh, uh, Flash underreported. It's it's the same amount of money as Indiana Jones. Uh, we just found out t 
put on another $100 million for Doctor Strange. Uh, and, and I reported it. Well, I talked about it earlier. I've, I know a couple people. And uh, Disney has been famously underreporting all of their budgets. Sounds all of right. their movies stuff around. have cost 250 to 350 That's mo- crazy. Which means none of them made money. Yeah. None of them. <laughs> have you guys seen the Indiana Jones Applebee's? A partnership yes. that's oh, yeah. coming out. Yeah. No. If you, okay, so if you, if you spend thirty five dollars at Applebee's, you get a free ticket to see. They give Indiana it away, Jones. man. <laughs> like, at Applebee's, though, they have like, commercials for it. Yeah, it's, it's man, pretty Applebee's funny. It was In and Out or something. <laughs> Applebee's. Applebee's. That's Applebee's. insulting, man. Like that is that's impressive. Sad. I'm doubly not going to buy a ticket. Yeah, no way. <laughs> I don't want to spend that much money on Applebee's. Anyways, thanks guys for being on the show. I appreciate yeah. Eric thanks July. Go subscribe. Go go buy the book right now. Nice. You can get the first one and the second one. Yes, you can get both of them. Riververse.com. You can get both of And Gary, thank you Cheers. so much, my bro. Thanks for being on the show. Uh, you're, you're all right, welcome. I'm going to sign off. I'll uh, see you guys aren't next you, week. Aren't uh, you what? forgetting something? What are you talking about? Angela, are we forgetting anything? No, I, I think uh, I think all. you're forgetting uh, what we talked about before the show. <laughs> Is that for real? It's for real. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't think I you were... I don't just come up we here because serious. I feel like it because I'm not doing anything. <laughs> I didn't think you were serious about this. Okay, so look, I to get Gary to come on the show, I agreed that he could cut off my man bun, but I didn't think it was like... I didn't think you were serious about it. Do I look like I'm not serious? <laughs> I mean, I can't take you seriously. Really? What does glasses Well, you better take glasses? this seriously. <laughs> it's what, are you, what are you... <laughs> just let it happen. This is tough. I know you're hiding. Don't hide them. It's right there. I didn't think you were serious. (laughs) Oh Jesus Christ! All right, you don't. You better. You better get this on camera. Oh my God. Uh, hold Gary is <laughs> for the podcast listeners. Dude, with the with the scissors. Gary is uh, got gardening shears, hedge trimmers. Is that what that Let is? Let me put it in a bunch so you don't cut yeah. my hair off. These, these ain't just no scissors. You're trained. You're trained with this, right? I ain't got all day. Okay. <laughs> hold Gary's, on. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> preparing the bun. <laughs> okay. One. <clears throat> don't get. Don't. Okay. Don't hurt you. Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. Oh man, am okay. I about to witness a, uh, witness a crime? Basically, like. Uh, I'm going to decapitate you, okay? <laughs> Just act like... Oh, God. Oh, Jesus oh, God. Christ. Oh, Jesus oh, Christ. He's hacking into it. He's hacking into it. Oh, my gosh. He's actually doing it. Okay. Uh, hang on. You oh, got it. God. Don't move your head. <laughs> Please don't move your head. Do I mean, not move your head. You, if I scalp you, but your wife might. <sighs> oh, my God. It's like... It's like... Wait. I need it's to... holding on. It's resistant. it's strong, all right? It's a strong bun. <laughs> Gay bun. You got some thick hair, man. I know. <laughs> These hedge. That's hedge why I gotta keep it up <gasps> off my neck. Is just it thought, still on there? Quit moving. You need to give it some tension. You have to pull it. Pull yeah, the I bun. Pull the bun. <laughs> you need to tension. Oh, oh, I heard wow. it. I heard yeah, it. I can hear that. Oh, they can hear it. Oh, they can hear it for sure. Do you need me to help you pull it? <laughs> Sorry, Yeah, Garrett. I need you to hold it up. Okay. <laughs> oh, Jesus, man. I should have just used clippers. Just glad I'm not, I'm not w- witnessing you. a crime. Here, you're, you're good. Okay. Okay. No. Right there. You see what I got to do to get Gary to come on a oh show? God. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Ah! Ah! <laughs> Here it is. Are you happy? <laughs> I am so happy right now. All right. I'll see you guys later. Watch it. We're going to be on Friday Night Tights. Uh, tomorrow, I'm going to be wearing a hat. Uh, Gary Beekler from Nerdronic. 
Eric July. Uh, get, cut, cut the show. Get, roll, roll, roll the credit. Roll the credit. <laughs>